Hello and welcome back to the 5 Minute Philosophy podcast. Thank you for returning for the fourth episode of the 25 Days of 5 Minute Philosophy. You know, I would say this episode is quite Christmassy actually, or at least more so than ontology, anarchism and arrant, which we've had so far. So let's talk about Jesus, Prince of Peace, Messiah, Prophet, God, Incarnate and the like. So what I want to kind of do in this episode is split the idea of Jesus in two so we can focus on the historical Jesus and the Christ of faith as two separate ideas. And then at the end, we can kind of see how they fit together. So firstly, though, let's take a look at what Christianity traditionally teaches about Jesus. Of course, there are nuances for different people, but in general, Christians take Jesus to be the son of God, God incarnate, who has been sent to earth for the salvation of humanity to save us from original sin that came about in the fall when Adam and Eve betrayed God and so on. Okay, so first let's uh, take a look at Jesus as a symbol of faith as opposed to a historical figure. We could say that Jesus's authority as a moral teacher comes from his status as the son of God, but also as a liberator or teacher of wisdom. However, his divine aspect kind of gives his messages a bit more spice, you know, Uh, I mean, importance. Yeah. So Wittgenstein, the language guy from a few episodes ago, actually preferred the other idea that Jesus's authority comes from his life, God incarnate or not. The great thing about Jesus, according to Wittgenstein, was that he lived with complete honesty and affirmed authentic human living. Quotation, I think. Um, I suppose we could say that in this way, Jesus is a realistic role model for Christians or everyone, to be honest. We can understand why Wittgenstein valued this so much, even by looking at his ideas about language. If we remember from the other episode, he really focused on the lived aspect of language. Language is only meaningful when it is practically used. Meaning is used, quotation. So the same can be said for Jesus. His life was so valuable, he says, because of his genuineness, courage, acceptance acceptance of his circumstance, and so on. Values that we can also adopt without having first to become the son of God to achieve them, which is a bit far-fetched, you know. So, as a Christ of faith, what Jesus teaches about, what what did she... Oh dear, what did Jesus teach about God and heaven and such? Well, a lot of his teachings centred around the kingdom of God, righteousness and post-death judgment, which are kind of all intertwined anyway, and many can be found in the Gospel of Matthew from the New Testament. I suppose we could find it quite hard to believe any of what Jesus says about the kind of this kind of stuff if he were just a random guy talking about God and not actually the son of God. So in this way, we could say that viewing Jesus as a religious figure as well as a historical figure gives many of his teachings weight and credibility. Of course, his teachings about kindness, acceptance and stuff still hold, but it's particularly these solely religious ones that require extra justification on Jesus's behalf, I suppose. So now onto the historical Jesus. So Jesus as a historical figure that existed at some point in history and went about his business like any of us would. So if we ignore Jesus's divinity for a minute, he could still be viewed as a liberator of the marginalized and moral teacher and such. Liberation theology, which is a sort of mixture between Christian teachings and socio-economic analysis, is all about changing unjust economic situations and social structures using Jesus as an example. Liberation theologian Gustavo Gutierrez argued that poverty is actually an insult to God because it doesn't allow for human dignity and doesn't treat all as equal before God. 
you know what Jesus said, blessed are the poor in spirit, quotation and all that. So yeah, viewing Jesus as a historical figure as well as a symbol of faith allows him to be completely socially integrated and give some substance to his teachings or morality and acceptance as he himself was fully engaged with these kind of affairs as well being kind of divine at the same time. So the study of Jesus, by the way, is called Christology, and this is usually split into two, high Christology and low Christology. So high Christology looks at Jesus's divinity and God's redemption as something not explicitly proven, but something that relies on faith. Low Christology, on the other hand, focuses on Jesus's messages and teachings and how people respond to them, attempt to form a relationship with God. Anyway, that is all I can say for now about Jesus. I suppose our celebrating Christmas kind of relies on a religious view of Jesus instead of just a historical one, but, you know, make of that what you will. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I will be back again tomorrow, probably, for another episode of the 25 Days of 5-Minute Philosophy series. How exciting. Bye for now.